Dope. I ready to go? Yeah. Cool. All right, what's going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today, we have Tiffany Parra with us here today, and we're going to be talking about LinkedIn strategies, talking about podcasting, and talking about her story. And fun fact, so we're currently down near Silicon Valley, near San Francisco, and Tiffany hit me up a couple of days ago, and she's like, hey, I'd love to give you a tour of the LinkedIn headquarters. I'd love for you to come by. And I was like, all right, that sounds cool. Let's make it happen. So me and Kieran and Curtis, we all head down there, have a good time with her, and now we are doing the podcast, so thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. So for everyone that may not know who you are, what you do, just kind of give them a little rundown to the kind of to where you currently are, working at LinkedIn, how we met, just kind of give them some context. Yeah, definitely. So... I currently work at LinkedIn as a recruiting coordinator. I'm also the host of the Work in Progress podcast, and I run an Instagram page called Flex with Food. So those are a few things that I do. Uh, Basically, LinkedIn introduced their video feature in January, and I knew that was going to be a huge opportunity, and it proved to be. Um, I actually used videos to get my full-time job at LinkedIn. I recently spoke on a panel for young LinkedIn leaders last Friday, and that was awesome because it was essentially like a 25 and under meetup specific for LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, so it was really cool to see a group of young people so interested in how to use a platform outside of just, you know, applying to jobs yep. and stuff like that. So I think there's huge potential in the company and in the product specifically. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I'm curious. So for everyone listening that maybe you follow me, maybe this is your first episode listening. So I really don't have much, I would say, content on LinkedIn. I don't use it that much. But yesterday after going to the headquarters and talking with Tiffany, I'm like, all right, let me change my game up, but I want to ask you a question because I think this will benefit me as well as a lot of the young, other young entrepreneurs. When it comes to LinkedIn, what would you say is like the core purpose of it, just so people, even if they're not familiar with it or if they are, what's like the core purpose of using the platform? I see LinkedIn as a way to network, essentially. I mean, most social medias are for the purpose of networking, but I feel like where the the big disconnect comes is that not everyone uses it for that purpose, yeah. right? A lot of people consume, but they don't create on social. Yep. And when you create, it gives you basically like a passageway to new people because those people align with your content and then they reach out to you yep. and it opens a lot of doors. Like totally. for me, I was just really focused on like that job grind kind of thing. And so like I knew that people hire people that they like, right? Yep. They want to hire people that they connect with. So I talked about videos like what I value. Yep. I talked about my whole journey. And then in that process, I was actually having employers come out to me rather than me Super applying cool. to jobs. Okay. So yeah. you, because I know that, so you said before you worked at LinkedIn, that was like your platform that you spent a lot of time on. So you just kind of run me down with that. Like how long have you been, I would say, yeah. actively pushing out content on LinkedIn? It's been about um, nine months now because okay. we're approaching the end of... Uh, August, right? And when I tell you, like, I was having like four to five networking calls a day. Like, yeah. From LinkedIn. From LinkedIn. All from LinkedIn. Yeah, this is like strictly from LinkedIn. Uh, Reaching out to people, like, how can I learn more about you? And the thing is, all right, so in college, people tell you to do that, right? But when you start creating content, that changes everything. Because, like, I was reaching out to people. And, like, they were just, like, sure, like, uh, but they weren't really as motivated. But then, like, even at my company now, like, at LinkedIn, right, I was, like, waiting outside the bathroom for, I don't know, someone to come in. And basically, like, this woman, this, like, PM recognized me. And she's, like, whoa, you're, like, from that video, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I was, like, oh, wait, like, can we get coffee? And then we ended up getting dinner and stuff. And so that's just, like, a perfect example, right? Like, that's someone who probably would see me normally. And if I didn't create content, would walk right by me. So that's crazy. Yeah. So, it, so when it comes to the transition of like 
just all right, you're using this platform LinkedIn and you're passionate about it. When was the transition of like, all right, I want to get a job there? Was that always the motto since day one? And then like, I would say the following question is like, when you got the job, how was that? Like, was it a huge moment for you? Was it like, was it something you expected to happen or how did that go? Um, It definitely was unexpected, but I knew that like, I didn't want to settle in my job search. Like, I knew that was something important to me. I wanted to work at a company that I was really passionate about. It didn't have to be a big company. It could have been a small one, but I I had to believe in a product. And I can honestly say, like, there's no product I really believe in as of now. As of LinkedIn, I mean, look at where I was nine months ago, right? Like, I was just a regular college senior. And now I feel like I have friends, like, from all over the globe, honestly, like Canada, um, different parts of the U.S., and that's all strictly from LinkedIn. That's Um, sick. But yeah, like it was a grind, and like I, I also want to give you guys some like tactical advice, right? Um, this advice ca- comes from a person on LinkedIn named Amy Jones. So if you use it and you get any value from it, make sure to connect with her. Uh, essentially, I was creating video messages in my LinkedIn connection requests. Okay. So you know, people sometimes are so lazy they won't even write you a message yeah, when they yeah. connect with you. All right, guys, you gotta do that. You gotta write why you're connecting okay. with someone. It's really important. It shows intent and like that opens up the conversation. Yeah, yeah, totally. Certainly, I talk about all the time on Instagram where it's like because I use Instagram, I would say as like a knock off LinkedIn. I use it for connections, but then like you said, there's a lot of consumers on it that mm-hmm. aren't using it. So there's those people that will hit me up and they'll be like hey, what's up? And they don't have any intent. Yeah. So I'm glad that you brought that up because even when I talk about like the value of the DMs on Instagram, mm-hmm. I think as I'm starting to use LinkedIn more, it's like you have to have an intent or no one's going to care to reach back out or no one's going to have the intent to actually give you value back. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think for anyone listening like to this podcast, I'm guessing your audience is probably like young entrepreneurs, totally. right? So when I talk about getting a job, like you might feel like that doesn't connect with you. But the thing is, when you get a job, you're essentially selling yourself yeah. and you're still getting in touch with those decision totally. makers. So going back to like the Amy Jones thing, basically you use this thing called useloom.com and it allows okay. you to create video messages and then link those video messages. So you can copy and paste the link into your connection okay. request and then someone sees it, they're like, oh, hey, I made a video to you. Oh, and like, imagine I do that to yep. you, right? Oh, hi, Casey. And you're like, whoa, like this you person. You say their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why you're interested yep. in them. And that got me connected with like a couple of VPs at like startups and stuff. Okay. So it works. Yeah, it yeah. So, works. so it's, when you were putting out content on LinkedIn, did they reach out to you to get the job or was it something where like you were reaching out and then they said, all right, like we see you're using the platform, you see you're crushing it on it. Like what, how did that go when it comes to actually starting to work there? Yeah. So there was like two instances. One was for a program that I was reached out to because I, a video of mine had gone viral, okay. like semi-viral. And that was cool. Like the program was super cool. That didn't actually play out. There wasn't enough spots on that program. But the way I got my specific job was because I met the person through LinkedIn. Like, yeah. I reached out to her. That's she sick. was alumni, guys, alumni of your school. If you are in college, like, yeah, yeah. hit up alumni. <laughs> that is, like, yep. essential. The way to do it. Yeah, the okay. way to do it, for sure. And just built a relationship, honestly. Yep. Like, I was abroad in Madrid when we first talked, right? Okay. But then I knew how to get a job when I came back. So, talked to her, hit her up, like, when I got back around December. Yep. We got, like, lunch, ended up talking for, like, a couple hours. It was super cool. Um, and then she's like, hey, like, there's a spot opening up on the team. That's like, dope. you know, and that's yeah. as, as really how the world, I mean, it kind of how the world works, right? Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta get to know people and, and people who like you are more willing to do stuff for yeah. you. Totally. No, and I totally get that too. Cause I, I literally from like everything I'm doing today has came from the people that I'm connecting with and the people that I'm actually building relationships with. So I think it's cool. Cause like for me, it's 
yesterday it's like all right i wasn't using linkedin and i remember last night we got back and i'm i'm like all right trying to <laughs> fix my profile so just kind of to rephrase on things when it comes to linkedin like if someone may be using it or maybe they they have it like me and they don't put any time into it right now mm-hmm. what are the i would say the core things you must do to actually start using it effectively mm-hmm. when you're first getting on the platform yeah totally so like the great thing about linkedin is you can link media which i think is something that people don't do enough like so mm-hmm. linking like proof that like you actually worked on this thing so i did like influencer marketing for this like coachella after party event right and so i linked like my slide decks and like my my actual slide decks that i would use to sponsorships to influencers and like people saw that and they're like damn like your slide deck is like legit like i like that you know and that like opens up opportunities so like you can tell people you did something but when you actually show them your work they know you're qualified uh another thing I'm trying to think. There's, like, a bunch of ways to optimize your profile. Okay. And, like, it is based on keyword searches. So, like, having specific words that you yeah. want to be known for. Um, what's another thing? Endorsements. Endorsements, right? I'm sure each of you probably have at least, like, 10 to 15 friends that probably use LinkedIn either passively or actively. And, like, get them to endorse you for your, te- okay. like, top three skills, right? Do they right? have that so you can, like, kind of get people's like recommendations or they can write something about you on the page and it'll show up oh totally yeah recommendations are huge i got like my managers to write me recommendations after my internships because people read that like they want to know and also endorsements so like you could be endorsed like by 100 people for entrepreneurship okay right and that like looks really good because that means 100 people know you and they know you for entrepreneurship yeah yeah. so yeah that's just a few things off the top of my head yeah yeah Yeah. so i also want to touch on and that's great advice by the way because i think a lot of people even for me i have to go in there add my media stuff add all the optimization features i can do but for people that let's say like shout out my boy tristan larson if you're listening so my buddy tristan he's used linkedin linkedin all the time he's killing it he has some videos that he says kind of went viral on the platform Mm -hmm. so when it comes to i would say putting out content because i think Mm -hmm. for me it's like i looked at linkedin as something where it's like all right people in the more corporate i would say division or even entrepreneurs are using it to connect with people on like that sort of level not like Instagram is you're putting out content, you're showing your day-to-day life, LinkedIn's like just to connect. So when it comes to the video portion and actually putting out content, how does that work? Like, can you put out pictures? Can you do videos? Can you do normal status updates? Or like what kind of content would you say is like expected for user base to actually have good content? Yeah, I mean, I think in the beginning it was video, like when I hopped on. But no, when I was, before video, there was articles, right? There's always something, right? And I know a girl that like, really like did well because they introduced pulse and then okay. pulse was like their article section and so they were like giving out top voices awards they might still be doing it now too to like the top creators yeah. on the platform now this year 20 i'd say beginning of 2018 was all about video so okay. i think i go back to my first video right my very first video was the announcement of work in progress as okay. um as a video series and the video got like 100 likes which is pretty good for yeah. your first video but 8,000 views Okay. So, like, the algorithm was, like, on your side, you know? And, like, that's obviously slowed down now, which is why it's so important to be an early adopter on those things and really get on it. Um, But I'd say in terms of views, text posts get the most views. In terms of engagement, I think videos do really well. And, I mean, everyone speculates about that, like, algorithm, all that stuff from, strictly speaking, from a content creator's point of view, right? Um, But I think a good mix of both. I have become like almost fallen into this trap where I only do videos. Okay. Like it feels weird to post text. Yeah, yeah. Is that good though? Or is there, is there kind of like, is it good to do both you'd say? I think it's good to do both okay. if you can do both. But like I feel confident as like a writer and totally. a person that just puts on videos. Yep. And to me it's like there's not that much time investment. A lot yeah. of my videos are like 
I know the topic and I just kind of shoot yep. off the hip and like you'll be that's in- what I do <laughs> yeah exactly and it works literally right? literally like every single podcast I have no questions I just go in and go with the flow you know so yeah I totally feel you on that one yeah so I- I'm curious so when it comes to I would say the transition like you said of putting out content it's like me loving Instagram and then getting a job at Instagram right and it's like you don't really see the actual I would say corporate side and you don't see the internal so what would you say has been the most like the most eye-opening sort of switch of like just using this app on your phone and putting out content to then actually seeing the headquarters and seeing the entire operation because I think a lot of people especially young people it's like they see these apps they see the social media but they don't understand the real operations that are going I would say going down in the back end so for you like what's been something maybe it's eye-opening or something that you didn't know before when it comes to just working at the corporate office now Yeah, I would say that, I mean, I kind of knew this a little bit, but, like, their investment in their employees, like, they really do invest in their employees, and, like, they actually live by their core values, so when they say transparency, like, we have all hands where, like, Jeff speaks to us, all the C-level execs are there, and then it's, like, open forum for questions, that's, like, been amazing, and I think that something that every person, every young person considering, you know, getting a job at whatever point you're in, you need to consider a couple things, right, that... I maybe didn't consider in the beginning, which is when you work at a place so big, right? Each role is kind of broken down into specific functionality yep. as opposed to like a startup or starting your own business where you're touching a lot of different yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. And so I think that was something new to learn. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And if you start a company you love, you can, it's That's all about so cool. what you make it, you know? No, literally. Like, yeah. Literally, I think it's super cool because it's like you went from just, I keep saying it, but it's like using the platform to working there, and it's like you're still using the platform, and now mm-hmm. it's like you have these insights, which I think a lot of people listening, you they may not know as well as people that are, are using the app. You have just the, the knowledge that you can't get anywhere else besides at the LinkedIn headquarters, you know? So when it just comes to, I would say, your day-to-day content creation, obviously you have your podcast now. I want you to kind of touch on your podcast, when you started it, why you started it, and kind of what it's about for everyone listening. Yeah, definitely. So my podcast is called Work in Progress. It's available on like pretty much all streaming platforms. Yep. And it's all about highlighting up-and-coming creators and the blueprint on how they got started. Yep. So it's kind of similar to yours because I know you've, focus a lot on like how did you actually do this you know like rather than like where they're at now and so with my idea is to kind of catch people while they're early on and do like check-ins in a year from now see where they're at yeah because I actually genuinely believe that every one of my guests like will be successful in whatever they're doing so I think it's just really exciting because we all know Gary V right for Gary V now but who interviewed Gary V when he was 25 like no one called him at that liquor store stage so that's that's kind of the idea but um but yeah, I, it, I it's been great. I post new episodes every Monday and Friday, and I source most of my guests from LinkedIn. Yep. So that's gonna change soon. I want to like find more okay. people on Instagram and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's just the comp- you know when you live on a certain platform, yeah, it's easy totally. to just get comfortable. Yeah, I think I think that's for me right now. It's like Instagram. I spend a lot of my time on, and I'm like shit. I definitely need to branch out, spend more time on LinkedIn, do more on YouTube because I'm not right now. And I think the biggest transition is like once we move into this build your empire house and have a content team, I'm really gonna be able to like like do more for myself with a team but I think for, from a LinkedIn perspective like let's say for me it's like all right I have my profile set up and I'm just on it right now mm-hmm. where do you think you should spend the most time on LinkedIn is it putting out content or is it making connections mm-hmm. and then when it comes to like the connections I know that you touched on when it comes to just actually knowing the people for connecting with them so what would you say is like kind of rephrase that is what's the most important thing to do 
on the platform? Is it putting out content and that's how you get the connections or is it you just kind of going through, searching people that you may know, looking at their connections or what's the best way to do it? Yeah, definitely. So it's definitely 100% a mix of both and that's why like I'm glad I started when I was in college and I had the free time to do this because now it's like kind of an adjustment thing but I've already kind of I've already committed to it to the point where I know I want yep. to take it into my full-time job, right? Totally. But it's it's a grind. Like, I'm sure you know with Instagram, but with LinkedIn, it's all about, like, community, right? Yep. So you can't post content and expect it to do well if you're not engaging with other people yeah, and you're not. Totally. Like, and the thing is with LinkedIn, too, LinkedIn comments aren't emojis. They're, like, actually, like, meaningful, <laughs> like, discussions, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like... That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Instagram, people will be like, nice, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, so that's really important, like leaving like meaningful comments yep. and like actually showing people that you actually listened to what they said in yep. their video or their text post. That's key. Like engaging is so key because like it all comes back to you. And yep. like those people who you support will support you back. But it's like I know it's a pain. Sometimes we want to be a little selfish with our yeah. content. Yeah, yeah. But that's just not the way it works on LinkedIn. And I've seen it's a lot of people like get a little down. They'll be like, oh, I posted something. It got 10 likes. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's just not how it works. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of back-end stuff to okay. it. So there's that, right? And then there's also identifying connections you want to make, right? Yep. And then also, like, the amazing thing about LinkedIn is that people will post articles and stuff on LinkedIn. So, like, you can find out what the VPs of these companies or top employees yeah. value and what they like. And they write, like, they want to be thought leaders, yeah, you totally, know? totally, So they write articles. You read the article. You say, hey, I like this article and I, I liked it because yeah. of this, this, and this. And that's an easy entry, right? Totally. Um, another thing that I did when I was just grind, like I had so many phone calls, is I kept a Google sheet with like every person I talked to, right? Because when you're talking okay. to so many people, yeah, you forget. Yeah, like key <laughs> insights yep, into yep. every person and like what, like what they're into, what yep. they're about, and you can even like set that as a reminder to yourself to do follow ups and stuff like that. Yep, no, that's super cool because I think. When it comes to sort of you taking the platform and then doing these calls, was that sort of something for you to just kind of take the connection to the next level or what exactly? Yeah, so that's like a big thing on LinkedIn actually totally. um, from like the the user base, right? Everyone's pushing mm -hmm. for connecting offline. Yep. Like that's 100% the motto is like ideally when you make a connection, you want that to be an offline yep. connection. You want it to be real. And yeah, 15-minute phone calls, 20-minute like Zoom conversations yep, yep great way to do that um yep. and it's like you'll you'll be amazed right because i'd say for the most part linkedin has an older demographic or that's what it's been seen as at mm -hmm. least so that does two things right that really binds together the people who are younger on the platform yep. makes them more like connected totally and then for the old like the older not older but you know the next generation it basically gives you like so much wisdom yep. like you have access oh, yeah, for sure to so many people yeah, that have yeah. done this way longer than you yeah. have so that's kind of the dynamic, sense. yeah. Yeah, no, that's super dope. And so when it comes to, I would say, LinkedIn, you're the podcast, everything you're doing now with the podcast, obviously you started that, when did you say? I started in, in like January, so okay, the same so time. Okay, so like six months or seven months now, mm -hmm. about eight almost. So when it comes to the podcast, what was your, I would say, motivation to start it? Because for me, it was like, I really, I listened to a couple podcasts and then Gary V, I set up that meeting with him. He's like, yeah, start a podcast. So then I just started doing it. Didn't mm -hmm. really have an intent for it, I would say. But I think for you, it's like you sounded more in, a little intentional with like how you wanted to do it, why you wanted to do it. Yeah. So for you, like what was the motivating factor to start the podcast? Mm -hmm. So there's like two things there. So the first would be 
that like being a young person i think this holds a lot of people back on linkedin um like young college students whatever high school students right you're like oh i have nothing of value to share like i i don't know anything like i haven't even gotten a job like these adults are gonna call me out they're gonna think i'm phony you know and people are so scared of that so i was like all right i'm gonna create a series and because i have this series i'm gonna like provide value to people every episode so that like even if my my own content sucks at least i know the series will be good so that was like and that's what i give people advice like when they want to create content create yep. a series interview people like yeah. that's collaborations with different people you know that mm-hmm. helps build the brand build the content and everything yeah it's no super cool 100 percent. and then also it came down to like me actually being interviewed by or like interviewing one of my favorite podcasters okay. like rob johnston from meet the creatives and he's like yo you need to get this video series as a podcast yeah, like yeah. i'm gonna give you a weekend and you're gonna i'll give you a shout out basically yeah. like at the on monday but you have to have everything ready by monday that's so dope got my shit together and yeah. I did it and yeah it's been great I, I love dope. the podcast it's definitely like as far as passion goes like what I'm really putting my all into okay. as of now that's cool that's cool so with um I would say the platform LinkedIn podcast do you promote your podcast on LinkedIn is that something you do like a lot now or what yeah I, I do that um I primarily put like promote on yeah, linkedin yeah. it's kind of bad because like i have these videos and i'm like all right i should be putting them to facebook yeah, yep. uh, i should be doing more on instagram well i'm trying to do more instagram stories yeah. like for shout outs and stuff of the guests um but yeah primarily it's on linkedin i'm trying to find new ways of creating that content as yep. of now it's kind of looked like me filming an episode and then me solely talking to the camera about a story that yep. i learned from that guest okay makes um sense. and you know it's been great because while my audience like people go look at my LinkedIn they're like oh you don't even have that many followers right but the thing is it's like those people following actually like care care. (laughs) yeah and so it's been awesome because most of the people I'm interviewing are like up and comers right and so they're actually getting like like a couple hundred connection requests from that video shout out and that's actually providing them value which is is awesome so with I would say connections, followers, whatever you call it on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how does that go? Because obviously on Instagram, it's like, all right, if you can get an, like grow your followers, you have more engagement, you'll get more reach, you'll have a bigger audience, and to show people the social proof, it helps, right? But for yeah. LinkedIn, what's the strategy? Is it like you want to kind of keep your connections reduced and you want them to be more interactive? Or I would say, like, what's the best way to do that? Because obviously you have to connect with someone, they have to accept it, correct? Yeah. And then once they do accept it, then it's like, boom, you can view their content and kind of see their connections as well. Or kind of what's, I would say, the trick to really building that audience? Is it putting out good content that kind of goes semi-viral? Or is it more of just like word of mouth, people sharing you and talking about your content? And then obviously from like real life interactions, people will know you. But like, kind of to answer the question, just what is the best way to sort of grow, but doing it at a rate that's actually like you surround yourself with people that care? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally something that I've been kind of, like, in the in a weird limbo of, right? Like, okay. I have no idea because I have, like, you know, a couple thousand connection requests, but I'm, like, I don't know if I want to accept them because it all goes back to, like, the intent, right? And yep. this is why writing notes are so important. You don't know, like, why someone is connecting with you. And so, okay, I'm going to first answer the connection of follower thing. So, basically, the way it works is someone can choose to follow you, and okay. that's just, like, them seeing your content, or they can choose to connect with you which means that they're going to follow you and be a connection which means that like as a follower you won't see their uh, post or content but as a connection you'll see their post and content so your connections really do alter your feed okay um and i think that's a really important thing to consider right Mm -hmm. because i think something that linkedin really has established is value and like i've i've followed people whose 
content I view as valuable. Yeah. And that's why I'm a little, like, a little hesitant to follow or connect with everyone because you don't know Makes how sense. that'll affect your feed. Yeah, you yeah. don't know what people talk about, and I want it to be, like, the platform I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just going back to that, like, I'd say connect. Some people tell you to connect with everyone. Some people will yeah. tell you that. I'm not going to tell you that because that's not what I do. I connect with people, and, like, if they have a note, I connect with them immediately. If they're... If they're interested in something that I like, I connect with them. Yep. Like, if they're a student, I always connect with students. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it's just finding out because you never know. Like, sometimes that initial message, you'll connect with someone and they'll just be like, hi. Yeah. And no like, intent. And they're just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got, like, how's your day? And at a certain point, like, as you get busier, like, yep. those messages just go to the bottom, yeah, you know? Yeah, totally. You got to be very upfront with people. I that think that's sense. important. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, I think it's cool because I think with LinkedIn, and I want to touch on this because this is a question I'm curious to know. So with yourself as an individual, you can also start company profiles on LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the the difference between those? Because I want to get more information myself and then I'm sure other people listening. Why should they put their business on LinkedIn in a sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, the first thing, right, as far as aesthetics go, like, if you don't have a company tied to your uh, LinkedIn profile, so, like, I did a, some work for, like, a company that didn't have what you get this ugly gray box, right? Yeah, and it that's kinda, what I have right now, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, but um, for me, right, or, like, for some people, I think they're kind of just like, okay, well, what is this company, yeah. right? Is it legit? Why? It's sketch? Yeah, yeah, it makes mm -hmm. sense. 100%. And it's amazing. Like, you just quickly build, it takes, like, 15 minutes, company. Yep website put your logo in there and then your logo appears under that like square yep, yep. and it immediately gives you more credibility yep. i think like a hundred percent more credibility so that's the first thing um also you can actually track like you can get followers on your company page okay. uh, which is awesome if you're like a company that wants to you know be a leader in yep. whatever build industry. Your empire there you go <laughs> there you go build a build your empire yep. company page put some articles out yep. put some job postings out okay. um there's a lot that can be done i haven't experimented too much with it for me it was really came back to like i wanted my podcast to have a company page okay not necessarily to put out content on that but mostly just because i wanted to not get that ugly gray yeah, box yeah. so you can do the podcast sort of like company page as well anything can okay. be a company okay. page so yeah. I, I can get my podcast page set up and the builder empire page set up mm -hmm. and that will sort of just add the credibility to you as a person and in your specific niche in a sense oh uh, totally you and like know. people as like like my company page right now i mean i don't know it has like maybe 50 followers but that's only because i tag it yeah, in yeah. my post like yeah. i don't promote it at all so I mean, if you're trying to promote your business yep. through your personal brand, you could easily just do that and yeah, yeah. tag your company page. It'll go to your company profile, and then people yeah. follow that. That's super cool. Cause that, so with, with the company page, that's sort of just like you can post content like from your company, the activities, job requests, and just sort of like stuff that's actually valuable to the company in a sense, right? Yeah, totally, okay. totally. It's just about like what the company's doing, what you guys need, like yep. stuff like that. And it's, I don't know, it's a more formal way of totally. like being direct with people like i don't know on your personal stuff you don't necessarily want everyone hitting you up about yeah, jobs yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. so it's just a better way to like that's go cool about section off and separate things makes mm -hmm. sense and then you could also have people run the company page and look for the recruits and do all that stuff internally from like a team perspective makes totally sense. linkedin has a lot of really valuable tools there's linkedin learning which uh used to be linda and that's essentially like you can learn anything you can learn all the adobe suites you can learn like how to optimize your LinkedIn profile. Yep. You can learn, like, all these great things, and it's included in their $30 premium. Oh, wow, okay. So, like, LinkedIn learning is, like, YouTube, but, like, I'd say more 
more narrow. Like there's yep. not as much like having to look Fluff. around and yeah, scatter. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's super cool. So with the, I would say paid version of LinkedIn because I'm not on that yet. I'm mm-hmm. about to go hard on LinkedIn starting today. <laughs> but um, what's the difference between just having a normal profile, having a normal company profile, and then actually like paying for the service that they provide? What's like what's the main benefits you'd say? Totally. So there's like um, there's the LinkedIn Learning, right? That's one tool. There's a Sales Navigator, which a friend of mine, Sarah Gross, is like super into because okay. she's into growth hacking yep. and stuff like that. So she uses that. I can't speak on that too much, but I can speak on premium. Premium was really good for me in my job search because um, with with a regular profile, there's a limit to how many people you can see who viewed your profile. Okay. And so with premium, you can see everyone that viewed your profile. And like if someone's viewing your profile, that means they've seen your experience and they're somewhat interested in you mm-hmm. in some way, right? Really good with recruiters, really good with potential business prospects. Yep easy way to reach back out and be like hey like what's up like i I know you don't have to say like i know you saw my profile but like you know you know they saw your profile um and then there's in mail credits which are basically like dms like star dms right yeah yeah. so like you just have a certain amount and you send those to people and those like those have to be like seen by the person essentially because like they're not like a regular message which can sift through the bottom they Mm -hmm. go to exactly to the top so really good for outreach yep um, and yeah, and then you get LinkedIn Learning. So it's it's $30 a month, which I know can be a lot for some people. It's like held me back before, but I think it's a good, it's a yeah, really yeah. good investment. Totally. No, I'm definitely about to get it hooked up to experiment with it for sure. Do it. And I'm curious, because I think a lot of young people, it's like, even whether it's me or my buddy Kieran or whoever, it's like, we're not putting as much time into LinkedIn, right? So with, I would say the transition of someone, let's say they have a brand like myself on Instagram and they want to, let's say, go put more time into LinkedIn, Is what would you say when it comes to just the promotion of your profile? Or do you try to keep it separate? Like if someone has a big YouTube channel or a big Instagram account, is it good to say, hey, go connect with me on LinkedIn? Or is it something where you should just kind of keep private, build your platform on LinkedIn and just try to connect with the people on that platform? Or how does that really work? Yeah, it's so, it's so, like, interesting, right? Because I've had, like, a few connections, like, follow me on Instagram yep. and stuff. And, like, for the most part, I don't care because they're, like, students and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's hard when you – it totally depends on how you use it, mm-hmm. right? Like, Instagram for me – and, like, you motivated me to get my Instagram game <laughs> up for yeah. sure. Um, but, like, Instagram for me has totally been, like, a personal thing, yep. really. Like, I just, like, post pictures of me, like, my friends and my yep. family. Like, you know, I'm not really trying to do too much there. Totally. Um, so – I don't personally, like, I on my podcast, I tell people follow me on Instagram and yep. follow me on LinkedIn just because I know the majority of people are on Instagram and yeah, I'm hoping yeah. to convert totally. people to LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's always good to be cross-functional. Totally. Like, ideally, I'd like to get my Instagram game up. I'd like to yeah. get YouTube, everything yep. like that. Um, but I think also, like, for most people who haven't yet created content, it's good to just stick to one platform. Totally. Because, like... You're going to get so much outreach. Oh, yeah. Another thing I didn't mention is when you put something out on LinkedIn, make sure to reply to, like, every single comment. comment. That's what I say yeah. about Instagram, too. It's like the more you put in, the more you'll get out, like, all day, every day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so with that, I like how you said, like, each comment usually is, like, more meaningful than a nice picture, a nice post, right? Yeah. It's like So is that something that – because I'm not on the platform a lot now. Is that something just, like, generally – I would say accepted all around is high quality comments, high quality engagement. Is that something that you would just sort of say like happens more than less on the platform? Yeah. I mean, it totally depends on your content too, but like for me, I think, 
and it's it's kind of interesting because some videos I'll just like put out and I won't think too much about them, but sometimes those are the ones that Do hit. The best. Yeah. And and what I think is most exciting more than ever, like more than anything that gets me stoked is like when people start replying to one another in yep. the comment section and they're having like yeah, full on yeah. conversations yeah. in your own pose, like that's gold right that's there because like that means you're actually spreading like valuable information yeah. that people want to talk about and i think that's really important and yeah i'd say for the most part like quality comments are like mm. definitely the, the majority okay that's good to know mm-hmm. cool so I, I also want to touch on just um when it comes to someone like if they're not familiar with linkedin at all they download it they put up their profile they set up their company page is it good, you say, to really be on the platform daily? Is there things to connect with daily? Is there always people messaging you? Or does that really come from just long-term growth and actually having the audience and putting out content? Because I feel like for Instagram, people obviously go on there, consume a lot, and don't really actively put out content. So if you transition to LinkedIn, it's like sort of the opposite, where it's like you need to be connecting. You're there to connect. You're there to sort of spread a valuable message, not just post a picture of your pizza, right? So when it comes to that, if someone's just getting started, what would be like the three things you would do just to kind of like give people actual like tactical advice when it comes to, boom, they downloaded it, they get their profile set up. What are like the three biggest things that are the most valuable in your eyes from mm-hmm. actually using it and getting success from it? Yeah, totally. So I would say like the first thing you want to do is set up either a personal Wix website, which has like where you can schedule like a calendar or a calendar, a Calendly, which yep, I, yeah, yep. Calendly is like just great because as you're doing more networking calls, it just takes out that back and forth of, are you available at 3 yeah. PM? Are you available at 2 PM? Like here, just, here's my calendar, like yeah. book a time. That's like gold. Like you yep. need to get on that. Totally. Makes people like more think of you as like, wow, this person's really busy. Like yeah. I have to book a time and it makes them value that totally. time too. Um, another thing that I've seen really important to the platform is, yeah, it's like the engaging. You got to give yep. back to what you get. Um, I think a very underrated tool is like use Loom, like use that video message because yeah, yeah. that'll be a huge intro and that'll open some doors. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Um, hashtags. I think like now they've introduced where you can follow okay. hashtags. Oh, that's good. Like so Instagram kind of, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you can follow, like put three hashtags. Oh, I got something. If you, you our content creator, right? Are you just starting? Create your own hashtag. So my hashtag is hashtag Tiff Talks. Okay, that's cool. And I have a hashtag for work in progress. So what that does is actually like when you click on the hashtag, it's an entire feed of all of my videos. Because LinkedIn isn't like YouTube where we have creators have channels and everything. So the hashtag is the closest thing to that. That's cool, good to know. Um, Also, as I spoke about earlier, like I through like this LinkedIn uh, young LinkedIn leaders party with or like event with a couple of friends yep. who are also content creators we put out a hashtag why LinkedIn campaign mm-hmm. so what that allowed us to do was really first like start this trending uh, hashtag to where people outside of our network were actually using it to okay. share their stories and also allowed us to track it so we could see um, like because sometimes notifications aren't always shared yep. so like I went on the hashtag and like people turned out sharing it more than I had realized so like that's cool. it basically hashtags are actually very tactical if you use okay. them the right way totally that's sort of like Instagram it's like you use them good good things can happen right But so you, that's interesting so creating your own hashtag is like super valuable for your brand in a sense on LinkedIn yeah that's good to know totally and another thing that people I guess could miss as well is like a lot of people will put as their headline like uh, finance student yep. right like that's their headline and it's like if the thing is like 
that's really changing now and you want to define yourself more because that's essentially yeah. your definition totally. right that's the thing right under your name yeah. so it's like tiffany para and if i only put like business student that's all yeah, i'll yeah. be you know yeah. but mine is like tiffany para like host of the work in progress podcast like creator of hashtag flex with food yep. all this stuff you yep. know that you yeah, do yeah. and that's something that like lives right under your name and totally. will always like instagram be seen. bio i talk about that all the time like the first line of your instagram bio is like the key component of what everyone thinks about you instantly you know is that the same same sort of like i would say component of linkedin is like the first sort of like bio section is the most important from like an instant connection standpoint you'd say i'd say with the bio that's totally something i'm learning more about too it's really it's interesting because you can link media in your bio as well so that's something i'm doing more of and uh also with the bio i think it's good to have a clear call to action Mm -hmm. right like do you want someone to follow you do they you want them to request with you or connection request uh, you or do you want them to book a time on your calendar Uh, so I think the bio is something that's interesting obviously like you want to make it a mix of I think personality and like what you're doing because like for me right I did jujitsu for like eight years and so like I put that in my bio because like what if someone saw that and they're like yeah I did jujitsu too you know so stuff like that is always good to have as well totally just like things that separate you and actually make you you at the Mm -hmm. end of the day Good to know. So I have like three more questions. So just the, the I would say it's super cool because like your story, it's like, I just think it's dope that you use LinkedIn. Now you're working there and now you have all the insights that you like, you can kind of see what's going on, what can, what to do next and all the internal things. Mm-hmm. So when it just comes to like internally with LinkedIn, are there things that you'd say, let's say someone's listening right now, like Tristan Larson for a chance, our good friend, mm-hmm. he's using it, he's crushing it. What are some things people should do? maybe different or looking forward that may be coming out soon or things that are sort of like now forming on the platform? What are some things that you may have some insight on to like things that you should do moving forward if you are putting out content, you have a good profile set up, you're making connections? What is that sort of piece of advice that you put out there for the people that are actually using it and like really active on it right now? Yeah, so I'll be like completely transparent here to say like my job doesn't directly correlate with like what's coming out next. So mm-hmm. I don't want to like speak from that standpoint necessarily as an employee because that just gets kind of sticky but i'll tell you as like a content person like just like it's interesting right and i think it's important to also build groups on linkedin that's really really key as well facebook group sort of um kind of there's like engagement pods but ideally you want it to be more than an engagement pod it's not about links it's really about like actually knowing everyone in there um, and I'd say with that, what's interesting is, like, certain people that you meet will get access to new features. So, like, there's a feature where you can uh, connect locally. Like, you can turn on your Bluetooth, and if okay. you're at an event, it'll see everyone that's around oh, wow. you. And, like, you can instantly connect and with everyone oh, that's, that's an event. this person. He's on LinkedIn. Okay. And you can mm-hmm. go up to him and connect with him, in a sense? Yeah. Like, you can okay. literally turn on your thing, and if it's, like, connect nearby, it will that's put, like, cool. everyone in the room yeah. on your, like, thing. And you can, like, connect with that's all of them. That's super cool. Yeah. There's also a QR code. Okay. That, uh, like, essentially, you know, like, let's say you meet someone, right? You're going, like, oh, how do you spell your name? Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Like, now you have a customized QR code where you can actually, like, scan, scan their... Yeah. With them instantly. Exactly. Okay. Um, there's also, like, voice messages now that they've okay. introduced where you can send people, like, voice messages like you can an yeah, iMessage. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and these are strictly things that are available to all people. But I think what's important here is, like, 
new features are rolled out, right? Yep. So not everyone gets a new feature at the same time. So it's just about expanding your network to yep. where like some of your friends might get that new feature. You know it's coming, yep. and you're just kind of waiting for it and seeing how yeah. you can implement yep. it. That's sort of like Instagram too, where it's like they'll they'll put out certain features to certain people at different mm-hmm. times, and you're like, what the hell? How does he have this? And I, I don't. Yeah, and you're like, all right, now I need to look forward to having that soon, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's super cool. Good to know. So. I, I kind of want to wrap this up to talk about two more things. So number one is just the stance of what you're currently doing and then kind of where you want to go with the podcast, with your brand, everything like that. Because I think it's, it's always good to just have the forward-looking statement, like listen to it. Maybe you listen to this podcast a year later. Like For Tiffany, what sort of some things that you're looking forward to in the next 6 to 12 months just to kind of put it out there and kind of give some people some insight into what you're currently working on? Yeah, definitely. So I think like I really want to work on work in progress, like really yep. get that off the ground. Um, yeah, just work on work on that and and ideally like somehow i want to monetize the podcast just because i spend so much time on it totally but i think another thing i recently uh am like launching right now is my consulting so Mm -hmm. it's build like bld consulting and i'm basically trying to help people establish their personal brands on linkedin also businesses as well uh consulting for that so i don't know i've you gain a lot of insight from spending hours and yep. days and nine months on a platform. Totally. Kind of want to bring that to people. Uh, and I've been helping out a lot of people like all the time, I think. Yep. And now it's just about how do I transition this into a business? Totally. Because, um, yeah, I just want to help people grow. And I think that for me, I know the platform's changed my life. And I know it has the capability to change a lot of people's lives. Yep. So, yeah, I just want to help others and, yeah, just build something. And that's yeah. sick. And that, that's something we were talking about last night. And for everyone listening, if you're – just getting started on LinkedIn. I'm going to make sure that you can connect with Tiffany on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and I'll make sure to put everything, her podcast, in the description below. But I definitely want you to connect with her. Even We're going to get her set up on the Modi app today. But if you want consulting for LinkedIn, she's going to be having services that if you want to reach out to her, you can get things set up because I know that I'm going to be working with her and everyone listening. If you're not on LinkedIn, I think it's super good to know that you have someone like Tiffany that you can reach out to and actually get insights from, from someone that has used it. You know the insights. Now you work there, so you have extra insights, right? So if everyone's listening, whoever you are, if you're just using it or if you're like my homie Tristan that's killing it, Definitely reach out to Tiffany. She will get you hooked up. She will get your account looking good. She's going to be helping me, and I know that she can help you too. So last thing I want to touch on before we wrap up and have everything just sort of wrapping up with the podcast is just when it comes to, I would say, the most important thing from LinkedIn and the way it's changed your life, when you first started on it, how did that sort of go? Was it just something where it's like you weren't using Instagram as something business-oriented and you just saw LinkedIn as the go-to platform just to kind of give, give people context on, like, how this all started kind of before we end this up? Yeah, definitely. So, like, for me, before before work in progress and before LinkedIn, there is Flex with Food, right? Which is, like, this project where I'm sure if you know if you run a couple projects, like, yeah. there's always that one that, you know, as time gets busy, you get super busy, like like it kind of gets let go of right and so I'm in the process of like identifying what I want to do with flex with food so for anyone listening flex with food essentially merges streetwear and food like we just combine food and fashion yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. the two things millennials love right (laughs) that's so dope (laughs) and I, I was just like on Instagram and I couldn't really I mean, I wasn't really investing the time, other than having good content. I felt like our content was really good. Investing the time in learning about Instagram and Instagram growth. And then my friend was, like, killing it on LinkedIn. Shout out to Eliza Mangawang. And she, uh, yeah, she was just killing it. And I was like, 
wow, like, I really respect what you're doing. Like, yeah. I like what you're doing. Ended up studying abroad together in different countries. And we weren't That's friends sick. before that. Became friends through visiting each other in these different okay. countries. And then we would just be on these, like, train rides. And we're like, yo, like, what are we going to do when we get back? Like, yep. it's time to grind. Like, we're going to get on LinkedIn. We're yeah. going to, like, make something happen. Because this video thing is going to be huge. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where it started. Like I just kind of put out content and I never felt like I had a voice until I was on okay. that platform. I think I just that's like cool. found my audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, never really tried to find my voice on Instagram. I think that I was just a little hesitant towards it just cause there's so much competition yeah, yeah. where Makes on LinkedIn, sense. I felt like I was like the only one from my school. Yep. Like I would walk into parties and people would be like, yo, I saw your video on LinkedIn. And I'd be like, oh, so weird. <laughs> like, but okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that there's, I mean, with any platform, right? Like you want to be the, the early one totally. on there. LinkedIn is not an early platform. It's been around for like over a decade now, but yep. You know, even now, like I'm always, I'm kind of searching around for like what's next because there's totally. always something that's totally. next. So no, that, that's super dope. So to wrap it up, everyone, make sure that you follow Tiffany on Instagram, on LinkedIn. We're gonna get her set up on the Modi app so that you can do consulting calls with her. But make sure you hit her up because she's gonna be offering the consulting for. I would say, what would you call it? Personal branding on LinkedIn, to be specific. Personal branding as well as businesses. Okay. Like leveraging like business insights and kind of I think the important thing for businesses is right. Like sometimes it's hard to connect with people when you're speaking from a business standpoint. So how can yep. you maintain your reputable reputation, but yeah. also still connect with people? Makes sense. Well, cool. Well, yeah. that's good to know. I know that I'm gonna be getting the insights for right after this podcast, getting my account hooked up more. But I just want to say thank you, Tiffany, for coming on the show and everyone listening. Listening, make sure you go check out her podcast I'll have to get on there sometime soon and we'll yes. make that happen Please do. so I'll be keeping you guys updated and we're about to head down to Monterey for car week right now so we're gonna go ahead out right now we're in San Francisco near San we're in San Jose right near San Francisco but Tiffany thank you so much for your time and thank you. everyone keep building your empire I'll talk to you guys soon oh let me end the audio <laughs> dude you're so good at asking questions <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Yeah, he kills that shit. You do, you really do. Oh my god, like.